0: Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. I'm Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager. I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm actually very excited to do this show um, because we're going to talk about the new chest pain center here at Way Memorial Hospital. Um, and my guest today is Sandy Skobo-
1: skrobisch <laughs> I know,
0: we practiced it so much before. Thank you, Sandy, for that. Um, and Sandy is one of our lead cardiovascular care coordinators at our heart and vascular uh, center here at Waymo Memorial Hospital, correct? Correct. And um, so, you know, again, thank you for joining me today. Um, we want to talk about the uh, chest pain center here at Way Memorial, and... First of all, congratulations. Lisa Champeau showed, shared the article that you wrote
1: for um, Cat Lab Digest, correct? Yes. Oh, it was very exciting. I love sharing the spotlight with everyone.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, for those of you that are listening and be like, oh, well, what, what are we talking about? If you go on our website, Lisa shampoo did put it on our website and you can click that link and your whole article comes up because it is just amazing. Like I... I get to learn so much about my coworkers because we're coworkers uh, about reading things like that and about our services too. Mm-hmm. So that's very very exciting. Thank you. Um, and so you you have some creden- credentials after your name. You ha- you're an RCIS. What does that mean?
1: Well, originally I went to school to be uh, X-ray tech, and then I went on to sit for my boards to become an RCIS, a registered cardiovascular invasive specialist. So I specialize just in cardiac cath these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just.
0: I love when you say just because that is a big, big thing here at Wayne Memorial <laughs> Hospital. And that's what we're talking about. So you have been part of the Way Memorial Heart and Vascular Center since it opened in 2016, right? Yes, I have been. Um, but you have many years of experience.
1: You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, I started in the Cap lab in 1987, and it was actually a, a big advantage to me. I watched the cardiology program grow and evolve. When I started in the cath lab, stents were not even invented. Balloons didn't have fancy names. They were just called the balloon. And aspirin was just being introduced as a medication for hearts. Think about that. Really? And I had the privilege of working alongside for all these years, many cardiologists. I've scrubbed on thousands of cases, and I've learned so much from every one of them. And, you know, knowing all of that, um, and you
0: came here to Wayne Memorial Hospital, thank you for all of that. Um, how important did, is, is it for our community to have the center we have here in Homestead? Well,
1: you know, it's funny. Because I worked at Regional Hospital, which was formerly Mercy Hospital in Scranton, we were called in many times for STEMI patients, emergency heart attack patients coming from Wayne. We'd get called in in the middle of the night, and we'd prepare the room. We'd sit, and we'd wait. And we'd wait. And we'd wait for the patient. And we used to say, you know, time is muscle. Every minute counts. They need a cath lab in Wayne Memorial. (laughs) So when they decided to finally get a cardiac cath lab at Wayne, um, I was recruited by Dr. Vesnik in 2016 to be part of the startup team to get the program off the ground. So... You know, we had a higher staff. Some people came from other departments to be trained as part of the cath lab team. The team consists of, you know, a cardiologist, an interventional cardiologist, two registered nurses, and two cardiovascular techs. At that point, it was extremely important to all of us to be prepared. We had to get this right to open this. We focused on excellence and quality. Good news travels... (laughs) But bad news travels really fast.
0: Right. And I will say good news traveled because within, what, the first six months, we had, not I wouldn't say a quota to meet, but our goal that what we wanted to serve in our community, right? And Yes, we, we
1: exceeded it in the first
0: several months of what they thought we would do in the first year. Right, right. So you knew that. It was the right thing to have here, the yes. right thing to do, the right? need was here. Yes, yes. And, and it continues to be a positive, um, you know, a positive center for Wayne Memorial Hospital for, for our community. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, what heart procedures can someone have at Wayne Memorial Hospital, you know, and like about how many do we do each year?
1: Well, the main thing that we do in the cath lab is a cardiac cath. So an angiogram, pictures of the arteries that are around the heart to see if there's any blockages. It's actually called a left heart angiogram. Um, We also do right heart, which measures the pressures inside the heart and inside the lungs. So if we find a blockage in one of the arteries, we can fix it right then. And it's called an angioplasty. An angioplasty means any device that we need to open the blockage in the artery. We use balloons and stents, usually in conjunction with each other. We do about 160 cases per year. And we also take care of STEMI patients. A STEMI is someone that's having an acute event, a heart attack. So our service is 24 seven. We're always available on standby and on call. And I'm happy to say, this is when the team shines the most. And I know with all my heart there are patients that never would have made it all the way to Scranton the Mm -hmm. ones that collapsed right outside of the ER so we were happy that we had the service in our hospital
0: right I mean I I, you know I know many people in the community and um I I know of one person that life, their life was saved here at Wayne Memorial because they would have never made it to Scranton Mm -hmm. and I hear all the stories of people you know I don't know who's here. Like, I don't know who comes into the emergency room with a heart attack. It's after the fact, after you have literally saved their lives. And, you know, I may be in the meeting with someone and, like, they're like, did you know? And I'm like, no, I didn't know. And they're like, they saved my life. And
1: it's a wonderful feeling
0: to be part of that. It It, absolutely is. I I just couldn't imagine. And, you know, when we have students that come and we come for tours Mm -hmm. of the... I love bringing them to the cath lab because you actually show us pictures on the screen of you know, someone who has gone through, had that blockage, how you've gone, you know, did your procedure, put mm-hmm. that stent in and open that blood flow and, and literally saved their life. Mm-hmm. So it, it is truly amazing, you know, what what you do there. So thank you again. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I did read over the article that you had wrote. And I, you know, one thing that really stuck out was, um, you know, how important to pro- to provide quality care over quantity. And I think that's really important for people to know. Um, so do you feel because of that, that quality, we want to continue on that and add on to our, our center? Is that one reason why we went further and did the chest pain
1: um, center? I've been wanting to do it for a while, so it's actually a very important question. The primary benefit of having a chest pain center accreditation process, is it improves cardiac patient outcomes and reduces variations of care. The benefit is it improves efficiency and effectiveness of the patient process. It's going to slim it down. Everybody is going to get the same care coming in. Because we have an accrediting body, and not all cath labs do, all of our data on every patient is monitored by a national database. And quarterly, we are compared by hospitals our size and also by all cath labs across the United States that participate in this national database. I present the data annually, and I can say without a doubt because we are compared across the United States, our patients here at Wayne are getting the same great care as you would in any big hospital. And the best part is, when you're having your procedure at Wayne, you're not just a number. We're in a busy mm-hmm. hospital. We treat you like you're our family. Mm-hmm. I and I totally agree with that. So
0: many people we meet on the community, you know, they say to me, you know, I was at your hospital, and they rave about the care because it's very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, we do treat everyone like family here absolutely that, that's what we do um you know and, and just to come back on the question about you know the accreditation for the chest pain center so if if someone was experienced now that we have that that accreditation and that certification if someone came into our emergency room and uh complained of chest pain what is like the crit- criteria now for that
1: so now when anyone comes into the hospital with any kind of pain, believe it or not, from their head to their belly button, they are going to get an EKG within the first 10 minutes. They want to rule out, is this a heart, a heart problem or is it not? Mm-hmm. And just by doing the EKG right there before they actually get into the emergency room, we can tell. And so then the patient can go back into the waiting area or they can be moved back into where, to get more care. right. Right. So the treatment is much quicker than it was before. Right. And again,
0: that comes down to all of those quality measures that we, we need to meet. And the, the the better the outcome for these individuals Abs- when we do something like that. So, um, you know, w- when we talk about, you know, the, again, we, there are certain criteria we have to meet, become a, a, a chest pain center. Sometimes that's a tongue tie. Yes. Um, but, you know, what about... It, it all ties into that that heart and vascular
1: center correct absolutely absolutely there's there's a roughly 42 metrics that are monitored by every patient that comes into the emergency room with chest pain whether it's Cardiac chest pain or non-cardiac chest pain, they all fall into that. And all those patients are followed. Their medicines, the testing that they're going to get after that, because their data is put into an algorithm. And it tells the physician, what's the best way to treat this patient? Do they need to have lab work? Do they need to have a stress test? Can they be sent home? And again, all these metrics and the rest is multi departmental process many services many hands touch this patient and as the saying goes and I always say that it, it takes a village right you know this isn't an easy process this is something that everyone has hands on many services to get the best outcome for every patient mm-hmm. right and um, you know it, it is truly
0: amazing um, process that we have here because you know, you, you just think that it, we started this center in 2016 because of a need for our community yes. and how successful it became. And, um, like, I've been here at the hospital for almost 30 years. And to see the changes that come about, I am so proud to be part of William Memorial Hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really is a, an amazing place to work, the people here and, and the programs we have. So, you know, I, we... I, I think we need to take a little bit of time and talk about, you know, maybe what are the warning signs of of heart disease for someone or maybe someone who's having a heart attack?
1: Um, usually it's some kind of chest pain, chest, neck, jaw, indigestion, um, and some patients have a feeling of doom. And I always say, remember, you know your body better than anybody else. If it doesn't feel feel right, take action, you know, come into the emergency room. You will never fault you for coming in right. for a false alarm. Right. Um, and the other thing that I like to stress is, you know, the new saying, they're saying, stay alive, don't drive, mm-hmm. dial 911. The ambulance can have a life-saving device and your car's not going to have it. You know, when you're having a heart attack, you can go into an an arrhythmia and die. So at least in the ambulance, they have the AED. Right. So it might seem quicker to drive, but it's really much safer to call an ambulance. Right, right. And that's really important to know. Um, And again,
0: you know, um, lifestyle changes is also really important, correct?
1: Yes, it it definitely is. Um, As we say, try to live a healthy lifestyle. Not easy, but, you know, you have to try to do that. Stay active. They do say sitting is the new smoking, so Mm -hmm. keep the body moving. And if you do smoke, do yourself a favor and quit. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. And I always say, know your numbers. When I do the data nationally across the United States every year, uncontrolled blood pressure is the number one risk factor in the United States. It's about 88% of the patients because every patient goes through the database. So know your numbers, know your cholesterol, know to ask for your numbers, your blood sugar, and, and how can you prevent is by these medicines. Right. And again,
0: you know, eat, and each person is different. When I've done clinical, you know, for nutrition and stuff, like, everyone is different, okay? And, you know, some people will we get, well, well, it doesn't work. Well, if it doesn't work, then maybe try something yes. else, right? Yes, absolutely. Because we know there's so, not that we push medicine lifestyle, definitely eating healthy, exercise... But even in those cases, if somebody has a family history, they still need medication to treat certain Ab- conditions, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and nowadays, it's not just one medication for blood pressure. It may be two because they do different things in the body. Right, and right.
1: That's, that's so important. But also by... Just losing a little bit of weight, you'll see changes in your blood right. pressure, too. Right. So it it's good to be, educate yourself on these things of how you might be able to help yourself with, that, with or without medication, but definitely to know your numbers. Right,
0: right. And actually, I always love doing these shows because I learn something new because, you know, I know that cholesterol could high cholesterol can lead to heart disease or plaque or something like that. I always attribute high blood pressure to more stroke, but definitely it all
1: falls under that
0: same up- umbrella of cardiovascular disease. Absolutely, right? because
1: it's pressure on the arteries. Right. If you think about it, it's stressing on the arteries. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's really important to
0: know. So, you know, any last closing remarks about, um, you know, Way Memorial
1: and our heart and vascular lab? And- well, Way Memorial provides health fairs to the public in ways to stay healthy, and you should check out our website. It's really beautiful right now, and see what what's out there that's available for you. You can follow us on Facebook, too. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of nice posts on Facebook. Right, and make sure to check out Sandy's
0: article on our website. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, and then thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much, Carol. And again, this is Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.